Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It is so great to be with you today. In today's episode, feeling a bit overwhelmed, wanting more out of life, well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to season four. We've missed you. I hope you've missed us of the last 8% morning podcast. And today I'm going to outline our focus for this season and invite you to walk with me every day so that we can create the habits and insights and tools to live with more courage and less regret so we can face, not avoid our last 8% so we can create the exceptional life and career that we desire. It is so great to have you here today. Let's walk. out walking, enjoying this gorgeous day, moving as we are able. At the last 8% morning podcast, we walk. We integrate movement and mindfulness and mental training exercises so that we can create the life we want to create. So just start by moving. So if you don't have your shoes on, you're not outside or you're not moving in some significant way, please pause me. Go do that now. This is all part of the method or part of the madness, so to speak. So feel feel your feet on the ground. Bring mindfulness to your body as you walk. Feeling... The feet contact the ground. Feeling your feet and ankles as you move. Just tune in to whatever is present in your feet and ankles. See if you can let go of wherever you have come, whatever you were thinking or planning. And just let that be and come into this moment. Feeling our belly rise and fall. Feeling our hands and arms. What sensations are present in your hands and arms? Now feel your torso. Again, just scan. What do you notice about any sensations in your torso? And your mind will wander. And if it has, 
just note that it's wandered. Let the thought or story be and come back to this moment. Mindfulness is paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally. So if we do lose our way trying to focus on our feet or our belly and our mind wanders, just be non-judgmental towards yourself. Come back to whatever is your focus of attention. The practice of mindfulness is not to stay concentrated. It's to know what is the mind doing and to build compassion as you go about doing that, being non-judgmental. Because the more that we can be present in our body, in this moment, less lost in thought, less awfulizing or ruminating, means that we can bring our considerable energy and IQ and capabilities into this moment. So just feel your body. Feel your head and neck and head, top of the head. Just sense whatever's present. Noticing the sounds as well that are in your environment. Now just feel the whole body, head to toe. And stand tall, look around, and feel grateful. It is so great to walk with you today. Now we're going to move to our idea of the day. If you're new to the last 8% morning, we do these three things. We move, we do mindfulness, and we move into an idea of the day. We do some mental training, some learning. So let's move to our idea of the day. So you want to live an exceptional life. So do I. You want to be a great model for the important people in your life. You want to spend time in a worthy endeavor, building a career you enjoy and find purposeful. You want to provide for your family. But you face the challenges of our age, being so busy, having to deal with difficult people or big decisions having so much change in your organization that it feels like priorities aren't really priorities because they seem to change every week. And you, like all the rest of us, struggle at times to navigate and manage all of this challenge. And it feels overwhelming. And you know it's going to cost you if you cannot... Get your life and career under control or in control. Because at times you have felt, when you felt out of control, a bit of an internal sense of, 
I don't like the word failure, but failure, that's what it feels like. A sense that you let yourself down, haven't fulfilled the potential inside of you. Feel some regret, not living the life you want to live. Feel a bit of shame that you let difficult things stop you. Feel a little less proud of yourself. So there's a lot at stake. And what you need is a plan. And that's what this podcast and all of the last 8% project is all about. And again, this is the beginning of season four. I, I literally can't believe it's been this long. And we're here to offer you a plan, both insight into human behavior and, and to challenge you to become a student of human behavior. And also cutting edge learning so you can manage your emotions more intelligently in the last 8%. What's the last 8% if you're new to the podcast? Those are those tough conversations, those difficult decisions, those opportunities to meaningfully connect that many people avoid because emotions get in the way. And so we are here to create a plan so you can manage those moments. You can have more courage so you can create the exceptional life and relationship and careers that you desire. And quite frankly, we couldn't have done it without you. We're over 125 episodes now, and uh, you being a loyal listener has really helped. So thank you. And thank you for sharing this and subscribing so you don't miss an episode. And, you know, we'd love for you to take a picture of your phone, send it out to Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn and let people know about this so we can have the impact on more people. So what, what can we expect in season four that's part of this plan? Well, more of the same, that intersection of the science of human behavior with great hacks and habits so you can manage your most important moments more effectively. You know, you'll learn what gets in our way in those last 8% situations and learn really great tools to navigate more courageously. And there's a number of things, right? From, you know, the best way to start the day, how to best manage your energy, how to manage the strong emotions that arise in us in the last 8%, skills to work better together, how not to allow others to treat us poorly, how to build resilience and empathy and self-awareness, emotional management, emotional connection, and this is really the how of leadership. You will learn real leadership skills, no matter if you lead a team, an organization, a family, or yourself, because it starts with us. It starts with our ability to manage those strong emotions inside so that we can stay and not run when things get hot. And we have tools at the ready so that we have a bit more confidence when we face those difficult people difficult situations but more than anything what you will learn is to start seeing and using your most difficult moments as opportunities to transform at the last eight percent project we believe that what we find difficult is our biggest opportunity to transform ourselves that it is better to feel temporarily anxious and uncomfortable and still move towards our most challenging situations as opposed to avoid it and feel a lasting regret for what might have been. 
so much of what we will be talking about comes down to how do we manage our autonomic nervous system, our brain. And we know after working with people for many years under intense pressure, whether it be Olympic athletes or NASA astronauts or NFL NBA teams or Navy SEALs or people in organizations, which is where most of our work is, we know that you have everything you need to be successful. And sometimes our goal is just to remind you of that. Standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. Feeling our breath come right down into our toes, calming this body and breathing out and releasing tension. Eleanor Roosevelt said, the purpose of life, after all, is to live it, to taste experience to the utmost, to reach out eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experience. So how we go about helping you learn these skills and these insights and these habits is the three parts of this podcast, movement, mindfulness and mental training exercises. And we want to encourage you to walk every day. This podcast will come out every Tuesday, but we have many more episodes so that you can walk every day. And by the way, some people walk in the morning. That's what I do, my walking. But some people also do it at lunch and some people at the end of the day. Whatever works best for you, experiment, play with it. So let's talk about each of these three. Why walk every day? Well, on top of increasing hope molecules, which if you remember, and if you go back to episode two of season one, we dig into what hope molecules are and how the walking for 15 or 20 minutes, moderate pace, pumps more myokines, our hope molecules, into our bloodstream, which confers a number of brain benefits. I won't go into them now, but go there, listen to that episode. I mean, whenever I just think of that, it's like, okay, I got to get out, get off my butt and go for a walk. We also know there's just a ton of research that's come out. Group researchers recently asked sedentary people to walk regularly, and they found that the activity made their participants less depressed, gave them more vigor. A 2016 study showed that Regular walking increases happiness and improves mental health. And there are a ton more benefits. So that's the walking part. We, we, it's really important we move. We know mood follows movement. Mood follows movement. So walk. I mean, you can do a lot of other exercise, but just walk as a really basic part of your day, daily habit. That's number one. Number two, on top of movement, we practice mindfulness. And we practice a particular form of mindfulness, walking mindfulness. Why walking mindfulness? Well, we have found, after really training people for over 30 years, that people find it difficult to practice sitting mindfulness. They have all these questions. Am I doing it right? I feel uncomfortable. Am I sitting correctly? 
My mind continues to wander. I can't stay concentrated. You know, I don't seem to be benefiting. This is what we hear from people. And maybe this is what your experience has been. And there's nothing wrong with sitting mindfulness. I have a regular sitting mindfulness practice. But to start, and by the way, I have a walking mindfulness practice. So it's not just about starting, but we found that teaching people walking mindfulness is an easier way in, an easier way to keep a practice going. Because for a lot of people, they see, oh, I'm getting two things, two for one. I'm getting those benefits of walking for depression and happiness and mental health and vigor. But I'm also building mindfulness. And what are the benefits of mindfulness? Well, this could be a a two-hour part of the episode, and I can't take that time. Um, But we know it changes our brain. Again, in other episodes, I've talked about this. We are neuroarchitects. Every time we practice mindfulness, builds the left prefrontal cortex. It literally grows in size. And that acts to manage or tamp down the emotional part of our brain, our amygdala, which helps us be less reactive in those difficult last 8% moments. So we know it changes our brain. We also know we have decreased rumination. We awfulize less. We know we deal with stress better. We have increased working memory under pressure when we practice mindfulness on a regular basis. We know we have increased focus. We have more cognitive flexibility. I already mentioned we have you know, less emotional reactivity. And that's a big one, right? Because so much of how we impact others comes from our emotional reactivity. So that's why leadership, the how of leadership is first managing ourselves. We know we have more relationship satisfaction. We have more empathy. The Buddhist teacher Thich Nhat Hanh, who's coming to the end of his life, and if you've not read any of his books, please do. He is a sage of all sages. Peace is every step might be the one I would recommend you start with. But he wrote of walking meditation. He said, each mindful breath Each mindful step reminds us that we are alive on this beautiful planet. We don't need anything else. It is wonderful enough just to be alive, to breathe in, and to make one step. How lovely is that? So we move, we do mindfulness, and... The third part is these mental training exercises, or we learn, right? A big part of this podcast is the idea that we have an idea of the day, right? We need to learn as fast as the world is changing. And I'm convinced that learning has to start inside. Alvin Toffler said, the illiterate of the future will not be those who cannot read and write but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. Will not be those who cannot read or write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. So this is all part of our daily habit. That's part of how we transform. And, of course, as some of you know, because you've taken our programs, we also have some world-class learning programs for you. 
you know, the big one is the last 8% Academy, a six week program that you learn with app-based micro learning. And you also have social learning in the form of live classes and you have a peer coach. And we are just so proud of this course. We also have coming soon the last 8% digital course, which is a, a, a shorter version that doesn't have the social learning. We're going to be releasing this soon. But it does have some of the concrete tools that you can learn to be better in your last 8%. So look for it. We'll tell you more about it. And by the way, in the show notes, you can find a quiz to help you understand how do you show up? How do you respond? What is your personality type in the last 8%? So please go there and we will take you through the quiz, give you some results. I think you'll enjoy it. But the bottom line is that in choosing to be a last eight percenter and follow this plan, you will move from being a victim who lets fear and anxiety overwhelm them and paralyze them to being a hero or a heroine in your own story, a person of strength and courage who sees every challenge not as something to avoid, but as something to walk towards as an opportunity to transform. And in so doing, you will help transform all of the people around you. I often think the reason I do my work is to be a benefit for others. Because I know when I'm at my best, I'm a better model. I show up differently. Again, this is the how of leadership. So let's finish with our three by three, which is Three mindful breaths, right down to your toes, calming this body. And now move to three gratitudes. What can you feel grateful for without working very hard? Just what comes to mind. And now move to three goals for the day. In this day, what are the big rocks? What do you want to get accomplished? Fantastic. Now let's use this energy and this momentum and this focus into the day. Bring it into the day and see if we can show up as a last eight percenter. Be that calm person in the boat. Use every opportunity that we face as an opportunity to transform. I'm gonna finish with a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote. He said, all life is an experiment. The more experiments you make, the better. Let me say that again. All life is an experiment. The more experiments you make, the better. Make a lot of experiments and have a wonderful day.